are you a wannabe author? Are you an author? Are you almost an author? Are you an experienced author? Then come on down to the sanctuary. Coming up next, right here on The Right Stuff. Hi, and welcome to The Right Stuff. I'm the queen, Parker J. Thank you so much for joining me. Today, we're going to be talking to my guest co-hosts and contributors today, Kim Wirtz and Landon Melton. They are from the Christian Writers Sanctuary. I cannot wait to showcase these two to you in just a few moments. As always, I want to thank our Patreon team for their support. We have been showcasing Christian authors worldwide for the past nine years. And as God gives us grace, we'll continue to do so. To find out how you can help out, simply go to patreon.com slash write stuff and see what you can do. And as always, we covet your prayers. To stay up to date with PJC Media, simply go to pjcmedia.net. Click on that pink follow button and you'll never ever have to miss a show. Subscribe to our new YouTube channel at Parker J. Co. or PJC Media. And guess what? You'll have access to exclusive content, videos, and more. Go ahead, subscribe today. Lastly, I want to thank you for your support of my newest release called A Chance for Xiaoxin. Your response has been phenomenal. If you love the Blizzard Bride series, you'll love the Last Chance Bride series. Set 15 years after the events in the Blizzard Brides. Guess what? Go ahead, get your copy today. And so, without further ado, I'm going to bring on my guest co-hosts today, Landon and Kim. How y'all doing? Hey, Parker. How you doing good? I am so excited y'all both came on board to be with me today. I never, ever, ever take it lightly when I guests are on board. But with you guys, we have a special connection because we are all connected by one Man, but I'll tell our listeners about that later. But go ahead, Kim. Ladies first, introduce yourself to our listeners today. Hello, all right. I'm Kim Wirtz. I am a writer, editor, publisher. I've been a full-time freelance writer since 2009. I was first published at 17 nationally years ago. Uh, when I first began writing in 2009, I just prayed that I'd be able to stay within the field. So I was blessed enough to be able to get my work out and be able to work within the field editing and I teach writing seminars or did before COVID. Now I do it in a different way. I have 29 books in print at present, always working on more. I coach writers, work with them in our sanctuary. About three years ago, I was determining what I needed to do as far as making some adjustments with my time and wanting to kind of change up how he's working with publishing with editing. And so I just happened, of course, God led me to Tom Bluebow, who I know we'll talk about in a little bit. And he introduced me to his community and gave us an opportunity to work in that, Landon and I. And Tom passed last in last August unexpectedly. And Landon and I decided to develop the Christian Writer Sanctuary, where we work with new writers and with vendors, um, teaching and developing community, which is extremely important to us, and then providing editing, publishing, coaching services and marketing services for our vendors, introducing people and connecting. So that's what we've been doing since that time. It's going very, very well. 
And that's my story in a nutshell. So that kind of takes care of all of me and all of my different little pieces of what I love to do, which is teach and write and edit and all that writing stuff, Parker. So Landon, it's your turn. All right. So my name is Landon Melton. I'm not really a writer per se, although I do write every once in a while. I uh, have a software development background. And so I worked in a uh, fintech company for quite a while and decided I wanted to leave corporate America, go out and do my own thing. In doing that, I started a Christian devotional online publication. We published some anthologies and some books and was really just trying to get a portfolio for myself under my belt. And in doing that, sort of created this little monster of a project that turned into something that I wasn't expecting it to turn into. And through that, I was connected with 200 plus Christian writers and authors all around the world who were writing different kinds of content, but mostly devotional content for the publications and books. And in doing so, really realized that there's a slew of amazing writers and authors out there that do what they do really well, and that's write content, write books, write things for online. But the other side of writing and publishing is the dozen other things that comes with self-publishing. For example, editing, cover design, marketing and promotion, web design, sort of all the stuff that a lot of people don't know how to do, don't have the expertise to do. And so as I was working with these writers and, and authors, I really sort of developed a, a passion to try to help them do all of that stuff, especially in the area of technology where I'm gifted. In that training, just developed a passion for helping writers do all of those things that go along with self-publishing. And that naturally brought me into Tom's area or Tom's passion for doing the same thing, which uh, that's a little bit of a longer story, but we ended up actually connecting online and didn't realize for a little while that we lived in the same city. So that was kind of a divine appointment. But then through that, just got connected with Kim and uh, just sort of going down the road in educating and helping authors and writers through all gamuts of their writing career and just trying to help them and coach them and lead them into writing and publishing what God has laid on their hearts. What's really cool about this interaction, dear listener, is that Tom Blueball is the one who connected all of us together. I met Tom online and I had connected with his store or his community probably a year before I actually talked to him. And then from there, I knew him for about two years and he invigorated me. And he was, in turn, I think, invigorated by me, too, because I used to always talk to him and I would be cooking and I'll be cooking dinner for something. He said, you are always cooking every time we connect on Zoom and you make me hungry. <laughs> That's what he said when we were talking. And he just has such a heart for helping Christian authors. That was his heart. And when I found out that he had passed away, I found out probably a week before I even knew about it because things were going on and I was just in tears. But then I remembered that I had the opportunity to know this great man for two years and my life was so richly blessed. And so to our dear listeners today, this show is dedicated to the memory of Tom Bluebaugh and you'll see his information 
below in the show link. So I just want to let our listeners know how we're all connected, where we all came from, and how we all got together. I love the idea of using the image of a sanctuary. And the sanctuary is often a place of protection. It's a hub, a place of worship, togetherness, connectedness. And as I was listening to you guys talk about what each of you do for the Christian writer sanctuary, I just thought of you guys like (laughs) co-pastors of a church. You know what I mean? Like you got Pastor Melton and Pastor Words, depending on what your interpretation is, right? And I said, that's what the sanctuary is about, bringing writers together. What do you think makes Christian Writers Sanctuary so different from other opportunities and organizations that also cater to Christian writers? Well, I can take that initially, and then Landy can probably have his own take on that, too. I think one thing is, first of all, you know, Landon and I share a mission and that's on our hearts, and that is to assist people to our writers so that they can get the word of God out, the Gospels. And that's our bottom line of what we do, and that motivates us in all the specific actions that we take and on all of our meetings, everything that we do in the sanctuary. I think what we've done as far as what Tom gave us, he gave us an opportunity not only to connect all three of us together, which was a blessing, and God was in all of that, I know, for us, but he gave us what was in his heart. And his support of people as writers his caring, his sense of community that he was trying to build. That's what touched me. There are other things I'm sure that touched Landon. So what we have done is when we first decided to put the sanctuary together, is we planned according to our value system and according to what we thought our purpose was. So we have a training that we do weekly with our people. It's on various things. We have six or seven, Landon's going to remember better than me, major areas of training that we train within. We develop those trainings quarterly. We have a end of the month or end of our quarter feedback time with our people. We also do a Monday coffee and chat where people can get together and just talk about whatever is in their mind. Those are fairly well attended. Just sometimes, you know, writing is a solitary profession, is a solitary action. And so for people to have a chance to build our community and say, hey, I'm doing this. I think this morning we talked about everything from the weather in Wisconsin to building a geodome for plants to AI. We talked about AI this morning too, Parker. So it's just kind of whatever. The other thing we're doing is supporting, one of the things we're doing, we're supporting our writers in several ways. One is by providing them vendors that will work with them as we say servant leaders in our community. So they not only will do vendor services and we can put together what we call a bundle, which is a person can go through and say, I need a book published and I, we can say, okay, let's go to Megan for this. Let's go to Kim for this. Let's go to Carla for this. You can get proofed and all this stuff and get your book put together for you at a reasonable rate because that's something close to my heart. I've seen too many new writers, especially be robbed in their process to never live to write a book again. So that's not what we're interested in. So we have those vendors who have agreed to work not only as a vendor for people, but also as servant leaders in our community. We also have short work opportunities. Landon was talking about his devotable project, and we've joined that together. We're joining, he and I have joined our different businesses together in order to make sure that we almost have a full service organization for people. It's sort of like a boutique, like a boutique approach to authors. That's what I'm getting as I listen to you share what the sanctuary does. 
Yeah, it is about that, but our base still remains the same, that our purpose is to, you know, to promote our writers to get their work out there so that the Gospels is spread, and that we build a sense of community, which we have. So if you're a writer in our community and you don't feel comfortable talking to XYZ person, there's somebody there that's going through what you're doing, and our community is set up and structured so that together we rise. Together we rise. One aspect about writing, particularly in our current publishing arena, is the technology. So, Landa, I would love for you to spearhead this conversation. Most of my listeners know that recently we discussed AI and the creative. As someone who is very much pro-technology, with boundaries, of course, how do you see technology changing the author publishing industry, and how can the sanctuary provide resources or updates to innovate and include those changes with their own businesses and careers? Yeah, we just had some conversations today about that in our coffee and chat meeting. First of all, we talk a lot about just exposing people to new technologies that are coming out. There's a lot of things, and this is all happening very rapidly, that are coming out that people have just never heard of. And so exposure and just introducing them to some of these technologies is really the first step. I'm kind of a tech nerd, I guess, for the lack of a better term. And so I am in this space pretty much every day. And so I get exposure to a lot of these things weeks, sometimes even months before people. And so just bringing that to the table and just having discussions about it and how it can be used and some of the legal intricacies of this tech, especially around AI, but not exclusively around AI, is an important conversation to have as people are exposed to these new things. They need to know what they can do, but they also need to understand what they can't do and then what is the legal gray areas right now and what they maybe shouldn't do and just step back and watch for a little bit. But then also training them on how to use some of these things and talking about ethics and uh, going a little bit deeper in some of our training seminars is another important aspect of navigating this landscape because It's one thing to know about it, but it's another thing to actually dig in and use it and try to figure out how it can be used and utilized in your writing and marketing processes. You can definitely use it the wrong way. And then there's also ways that you can use tech and then AI specifically to help get your creative juices flowing, help in ideation and a lot of other things that are perfect use cases for it right now and not just writing for you or creating for you, but helping you in the creative space and the ideation space. And so, yeah, we try to expose people inside the community to some of that cutting edge stuff as well. I like that you mentioned about the ideation that some of the AI tools can provide our authors. We're constantly looking for innovation, but we're also looking for inspiration. And when ChatGPT really started to make headlines and really start to infiltrate the author community, there were so many polarizing attitudes about it. And I was one of those who was 
definitely against it in any capacity because I admit I felt threatened by this AI, not necessarily that it would take over my ability to create, but that it would take the industry and completely take out the human element. But what started to happen is when you start to use a technology, you start to see all the various things that can help you become better at being an author. And I really enjoy the ideation ability that ChatGPT gives us. Now, I am still on the fence about mid-journey and all those AI image generators. I'm still on the fence about that. I can't help it, Landon. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> so... But my good friend Donovan Neal, when we had this conversation, he made a very good point. He said, are you just worried about your economics? He says, because if I can't pay you $1,000, let's say, to create a cover for me, then I'm not your target market. That's what he said on the show, more or less. And so I think these type of conversations need to happen. And with the industry being so fast-paced and morphing as it does, we need the guidance to be on the edge. And that's what the sanctuary provides is someone is with you holding your hand as you navigate this world. Because I consider the publishing industry a living organism. It's breathing, it's growing, it's changing shape. And if you don't have your finger on the pulse of the industry, you will get left behind. Something that worked Maybe as soon as a year ago may not work now. You have to look at what publishing trends are going on, all that good stuff. How do you market? How do you get the word out about your book? So with the publishing industry, you don't have to worry about these things all on your own. What were you going to say to that, Kim? It's impossible. Having been in this for full time for all these years, it is impossible to be able to know, keep up with, manage everything that's happening within the industry and still work at becoming craftier at your craft, better at your craft. There just are not enough hours of the day. This morning, one of our new writers who's just been published said it's just overwhelming. She's just stepping into the marketing end of things. She's done a lot on her own. She's a pretty self-motivated person. She's doing a great job. But she did say in coffee and chat, it's just, there's just so much. There's just so much. And that's where we step in to, like you say, hold your hand or at least give you exposure. We kind of pick and choose our path. You know, the hours that I spent as an author finagling my way through publishing and creating and marketing, one of my motivations is that perhaps other people that I'm working with will not have to spend some of those hours because uh, you talk to somebody and you know how that is. You've got a problem and someone will you talk to just the right person that God puts in front of you, and suddenly your world has been fast-forwarded by, you know, three miles or whatever. So that's kind of what we're doing, too. We're saying that together, maybe we could gain a better understanding of everything and keep up to some degree. Another aspect that I like about Christian Writer Sanctuary is that it is for the faith-based writer. And Landon, you spoke to this about how writers write over the gamut and over different genres. I truly resonate with that same desire to showcase Christian authors from different genres, different faith walks of life, different denominations, different thoughts even that may be different from my own. Because when you're reading a book, you're going to be exposed to different ideas. And do you think that's one of the charms of Christian Writer Sanctuary? Yeah, I think 
being a faith-based community, you know you're going to come into a group of people who, by and large, hold your same value set. And so you're not going to get into something that is you know, questionable or goes against your morals. Uh, we do have a wide variety of beliefs within our community, and we think that's an asset, not a liability. But it is a Christian faith community. We do have a standard of values that we have everybody agree to when they join. And it's just a space that you know when you come into, you're going to be able to express your Christian beliefs in the areas that interest you in writing and publishing and marketing and all of those things without having to fear that someone may judge you for those beliefs or fear that someone may look at you a little bit different because of those beliefs. And so the name, as we toiled on it for a few weeks, does really fit that. It is a sanctuary, a safe place where people of all different Christian beliefs can come and they can have sanctuary, they can have conversation with like-minded individuals and be in a safe place. I hate the fact that I keep, every time you say sanctuary, I keep seeing Quasimodo <laughs> screaming on top of the Hunchback of Notre Dame, you know, the movie, the Hunchback of Notre Dame, and he's screaming on top of the church, sanctuary, and it's kind of like, in a sense, I, mean, I don't say I won't, I won't say that I hate that, but it just keeps coming to mind every time you say it, but when you think about the connotation of that word, it is a safe place, it is a place of togetherness and worship where you leave all the crazy out there, you come in here and you get renewed, rejuvenated, you get advice, counsel, you get to share, vent, prayer. All of those things are available for you, dear listener, and my dear authors out there, once you join the Christian Writers Sanctuary. That information about where you can join up, registration services provided, that will be in the show link below this episode. So make sure you go ahead and check them out. And make sure you let Ken and Landon know Parker sent you because <laughs> I want brownie points. And so <laughs> I won't lie. I'm not afraid to tell people that I want brownie points. But what I really like is just that heart of service that Tom put in you and Landon and what she encouraged in me to just serve our author community. Because in a volatile, rather chaotic world, we do see where Christian authors need a place to gather. They're okay with going out and preaching the gospel. You want to come back to the tent in the war room, you know? You want to come back to the tent, get some food to eat, <laughs> you know, change the armor, you know, buff the armor out a little bit and keep doing what you're doing. So for our dear listeners, make sure you check out Christian Writers Sanctuary. Now, in a few moments we have left, I would love for each of you to go ahead and give us an encouraging word to our authors out there. We'll start with you, Kim, and then Landon. I would just say to our authors, first of all, remember who you are. You're a child of God and that God has given you a purpose in your life as he does each of us. When you're in line with that purpose and it's congruent in your life, you are where you're supposed to be. You are doing what you're supposed to be doing. And I have a lot of writers that will say to me, am I really a writer? Am I good enough? Um, you are good enough. You're beyond good enough because you have been chosen by God for what path and purpose that you're on. So come and see how we can support each other and how you can support us because we are, you know, in the world here and we do have things that pressure and that pull us away, but together we stand. And I know your heart because I know Christ as you know mine. So get out there and do it. Write those words. 
put your work out there. Do not be afraid. We are not to fear. We are not to fear. We are blessed. So that's my word. My word would be don't travel that road alone. Uh, writing is oftentimes a solitary work. It's a solitary experience. And if my past has taught me anything as I work with authors and writers, is there's a, a lot of great writers out there who know how to write and they know how to do that one thing really well. But there's a dozen other things that goes along with self-publishing. And a lot of that stuff is a foreign concept to someone who just wants to put their head down and write. And unfortunately, in the world we live in, you either have to learn how to do a lot of that your own, um, on your own, if you're going to be a self-published author, or you have to have enough funds to pay someone to help you with that. And it's a difficult road to travel if you try to do it all on your own. And I would encourage you not to do that. There's a lot of strong people that have seen success doing that on their own, but most people tend to burn out if they try to do that on their own. And so if it's not the sanctuary, there's a lot of other great Christian writers groups out there. Join one that helps you, encourages you, educates you, and comes alongside you and celebrates those wins when you do actually complete your tasks and get those books published. Landon and Kim, thank you so much for being with me on the show today. Really, truly enjoyed having you. Can't wait to have you both back and have you back real soon. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. And we were talking today to Kim Wirtz and to Landon Melton. They are both from the Christian Writers Sanctuary. It is a boutique service to help you as an author complete your path of wanting to be a published author from beginning to the end with all sorts of resources and things available for you to not walk this thing alone. But I always challenge you, dear listener, what are you doing with the gift that God gave you? He gave you the ability to write. You need help. The Christian Writers Sanctuary is there to help you. So what are you waiting for? Go ahead, pick up the pen, and write stuff. Thank you so much for joining me for this edition of The Right Stuff. I'm the Queen, Parker J., and you have a wonderful, absolutely glorious, blessed day.